Hello everyone, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch-through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen-rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Avatar. Spoopy edition. Spoopy edition. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so cringy. We... I'm Isaac. Oh, I'm Rachel. We yeah. wanted to do a special edition episode, I guess. So this is just going to be a bonus episode. It's not going to be like an episode that's released and then a week goes by in a new episode. This is just going to be released on Halloween. You're going to know because you're listening to it on Halloween, maybe. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about our top three favorite villains from the Avatar universe. This includes both Avatar The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. And we will also include some honorable mentions because it was kind of difficult to narrow it down to the top three because there's so many good villains or like... Not necessarily main villains, but still a part of the main storyline. Yeah, that still, like, posed a threat Yeah, like, super OP people or, like... Yeah. Just cool villains in general. So, Isaac and I have picked our top three. We do not know each other's top three favorite villains. So, I'm... And Isaac has an order of his. I really can't pick what order from, like, one to three. Oh, I definitely have an order of mine. I can't with these characters because I, I feel a certain way about them. So, uh, this is the first time we're going to be hearing each other's responses about this. And we've talked about villains before, but we've never talked about our favorites to each other. So, I'm really curious. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Oh, who wants to go first? You go first. You go first. I want to hear yours. (laughs) Wait, we'll do like, you pick one, I pick one. If your aligns with one of mine, then I'll talk about that one. Let's do that, too. So, then that way we can both talk about it. Okay, you pick number three for you. So... My top three, and I don't know if no, this... don't tell the full top three. Just say your number three right now. I'm at my top three. Yeah. Um. No, I mean like talk number three, like three, yeah, two. Yeah, I'm at my number three. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying your top three. I'm like, no, don't say all of them. I'm like, Nruh. okay. Um, my number three. I don't. This. I feel like this is a cop out, but I'm going to say Zuko. Oh, okay. I don't have Zuko on mine, but I can see I can see why. He was an honorable mention for me. The, yeah. Um, so why Zuko? Why is he one of your favorite villains? first villain you ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, you're instantly introduced to his backstory and why he's after the Avatar, what his motives are, and you feel for him mm-hmm. throughout the entire series. I don't care who you are watching it. Like, if you did not feel for Zuko... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, yeah, agreed. And I think his character progression from a villain to a good guy is so... It is one of the best character developments in any kind of animation. Any it animation. It flows so well. It's almost like they picked someone's life. It's like one of the writers put their own self into it. It was so 
realistically done. Mm-hmm. And so, like, gradual. You know, it's not forced. Not you, forced at all. And I feel like you feel with him as the character. You feel what he's feeling. And when he starts to kind of get that good feeling, you, you're feeling it with him, you know? And it's not like a, oh, all of a sudden I'm good. And you're like, okay, that doesn't make sense. For me, what really set him as my number three is... I think of the finale of each season in The Last Airbender. Season one, he literally succeeds in capturing the Avatar. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's even then, he even that early on, he's battling with himself like, what now? Yeah. And I think Iroh has helped him question that, obviously. But so, and then at the end of season two, he has a choice to be come even more evil or to choose a good a better path yeah and it's again just so realistic he goes with azula which is obviously the worst path he could have gone yeah but i don't know yeah for me it's like he is their biggest threat not only because he's constantly after them throughout the whole series but he also employed combustion man yeah. He also... Um, He's also faced with so many... Ter- like, so many roadblocks while still trying to find the Avatar. You know? Not only was he after Aang, but so was Azula. And because of that, she played off of him. So it was kind of even worse that he was after Aang because Azula knew where he was at all times. Exactly. So... That's why he's my top... Or my... <laughs> My number three. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a good fighter, a yeah. good firebender, um, and he knows true firebending. Yeah. So well now before which he... literally no one knows except for Aang and Zuko, pretty yeah. much. And like the tribe of people that keep the dragon safe. Yeah. Yeah, I. I mean, I can see that. I. I definitely think that he's a character that you feel for. I love his development. I think it's some of the most amazing development in any show but i i wouldn't say he's like my, in my top three obviously but i do think he's a he is worth mentioning okay what's your number three i don't i don't want to mention it yet i want to see if any of our lines say your number two we i know there's one that there has to be there is one or two i there think has to, i think I there's think two. two i think the next two you and my i my number built. two is none other than Zuko's sister, Azula. Yes. <laughs> if you don't have Azula on your top three villains, I don't know. She like, is. Oh, I don't even know how to explain her. Azula is so. The amount of rage I feel when I see her on the screen. It's so real. Yeah. It's like, I genuinely hate this character. Exactly. Exactly. You really, it's like what we were talking about. Those, those people that you watch watched avatar last airbender they literally wanted her to die in boiling rock and it was yeah. like yeah honestly if she there was many moments where i was like if someone, someone just kill her right now someone killed this Tylee, after, after you chi blocked her you should just pushed her off like you, yeah, exactly. you were right there i would not care azula is that character that is constantly one step ahead of everyone but also just a complete badass yeah true like, she is, there's a reason she is where she's at and for her age, but what's sad is it's like she definitely is following in the, the generational footsteps of that like power. This and is why she wasn't my number one is because 
of those footsteps and how she let it get to her head mm-hmm. and became psycho and then couldn't control it. So, I have a speaking point to the next person I want to talk about, which I think is your number one. <laughs> and it's probably my number one. Wait, we still... And it relates to Azula in a certain way, but we'll talk about it later because I'm so excited I know to talk exactly about the what next you're character. About. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, yeah, Az- Azula is a true badass and her character is just... It's well done, in my opinion. And it it Who else you know that has Zuko. blue flames? Yeah, and it balances Zuko's, like... I don't know, it makes sense for him to be the way he is and for her to be that manipulative, psychopath sister that really knows how to, to get her way with anyone. What's, what's crazy is that whole family, I feel like, is, is uh, plagued with the choice of choosing evil or good. Hers mm-hmm. is just more towards evil because mm-hmm. you see that moment at the end of season three at the end of the avatar last airbender series where she's like struggling dealing with her mom's like lack of affection for her or you yeah know. and i think that's where she really went wrong is she craved that from her mom but she also didn't want to admit it and so the things that were instilled in her were obviously more from her dad's side than her mom's where Zuko got more of that affection and attention from his mom, who is not like that. You know, who's Avatar from Avatar Roku's line. Thinking about it now, I wonder if Zuko would still be... If he would have would have never made that switch, even with Iroh there, if he didn't get that affection from his mom, or even like a little bit less or something. Yeah, like how how would he be if he didn't have that tenderness to him? Probably dead, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but... I also think, you know, it's crazy too when you read the comics. She's still the way she is in the in the um, series. You know, she's still the psychopath, crazy person. She's, you know, she's broken forever. Yeah, she's, I feel like never coming back. She's just gone full. Yeah, Azula's character is the I. What I love about her too is she was a strongly written uh, female character. And it wasn't like a, she was OP in some ways, but she also had moments where she didn't do good. And we also see that mental breakdown for her. So it goes to show that, yeah, she's powerful, but she's flawed just like everyone else, you know? And I think they wrote her character so well. And that's why her as a villain is honestly more threatening and scary than Ozai, in my opinion. Yeah, honestly. That's why when people are like, oh my gosh, I love Ozai. I'm like, and you and you think Ozai is better than Azula? Um, no. Azula literally got pissed at her own dad. I feel like she would have she... killed Ozai. Yeah. When she, she found out that the, the her grandpa, Azulon, died because... She was happy. Her mom poisoned him. I'm happy for she's you. She's like, I thank God my dad could be the Fire Lord. I'm like, yeah, oh just like gosh. preying on her own family's downfall. Yeah, like, and the thing is... She doesn't, she's not one of those people that's like, I'm going to make fun of you. You're ugly. You're this, you're that. She gets into people's heads. Mm -hmm. She gets into the psychological aspects. Like it's deep dives into people's insecurities. And that's what she uses against them. But even on like a base level physical Mm -hmm. sense when they were, um, hold on. When, during the beach episode, when they're playing volleyball and she's like, see that girl over there? She has a slight, like, limp or whatever. Yeah. So she notices. She's, like, she's She's a detailed person. Which is, makes her even creepier. And more, I guess, makes her deserve that 
number two spot for me. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Do you want to reveal it or do you? I don't know if it's the same. I'm I don't pretty know. Sure it I is. think it's the same. Do you want me to reveal it? I still haven't revealed my number three. I'm going to reveal it after this one. Unless, okay, my number, the one that I have, the one that we're going to talk Your about. Your number one. Wait, keep in mind, this is Rachel and possibly my, this is. This Rachel, is my. This Number is, one, who she thinks the best villain in Avatar My number is. one character. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I want to see if it's yours. Kubera. Yes, <laughs> that is my number one too. Okay. I'm so glad we agree. The one thing I wanted to mention that relates to Azula. Is the ending, right? Everything that is wrong with Azula, Kuvira is good at. She did not have a... The only reason she had a mental breakdown at the end uh, at the end of the series of Legend of Korra is because the writers didn't know what else to do. Exactly. It's literally just bad writing. It Otherwise, is. I think Kuvira... Would have would gone have all the way. Succeeded. I think she could have killed um, the could, Avatar. Yeah, Korra. I think she could have killed her. I think she could have ended out of every single one of the villains. I think she truly could have Ooh, ended. Me too. I just. She is such a great villain, and what makes it even better is the fact that she's not OP. I mean, she is, but she is not like Ozai. She's not like. Um, Vatu, or these characters that have all this power behind them. She is a great earthbender. And but she's even more confident than Azula in a sense that it's like... She was willing to, like, kill her own fiancé. She left him to follow... And she truly did love him. Yeah. It wasn't like it was just a thing That's the thing show. between her and Azula that's crazy is it's like she, she had has real... She has real human connections and emotions. She has real emotions, but she's willing to sacrifice that for what she believes is the best for her community. And that to me is what's crazy is she is willing to go all the way because she believes it is what what is best. It's like what you see in our country. What what countries not necessarily our country but our world like I mean you could say maybe in our country but you know like what people believe is best they really think they're helping all of these people but their motives that the motives not the motives behind it and and their idea of what's right is not what's right, you know? And that's Kuvira for me. She's just so... A, she's such a true threatening villain. I feel like a lot of people aren't going to agree with us. I think she is the best metal bender ever. Yeah. Unstoppable. Um, the fact that the only way she was, to, was stopped in her tracks was when Toph showed up. That goes to show you, yeah, like... Yeah, and Toph has a lifetime created metal bending. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just... Like, yeah, Toph, <sighs> this is what you created. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, she she deserves the number one spot, I believe, in my opinion. She's I love so her, charismatic. I love her character. Yeah. And... It's scary. She doesn't give... When, she, when, when she's going around all of season four to other earth kingdom tribes mm -hmm. she does not give them an ultimatum she says you either join our cause or you're gonna have no food supplies and you guys are gonna starve to death and die yeah or we're gonna come through and destroy your town and turn it into an even bigger town and wipe all you guys out if you don't comply with us like yeah she's she doesn't mess she around. is a true totalitarian slash authoritarian leader yeah. and that is scary it, it gives is me, so it scary it gives me world war ii vibes and that is what's scary about exactly her. she's willing to take it that far and like i said if it weren't for the bad writing at the end of season four 
and her just giving up all of a sudden, that's not her. That is not, that is not how I imagine it would end it. Like, that's my thing with the ending that I didn't like because Kuvira is not like it that. She would have fought, she would have given her life for her cause. She would have. I believe the way that they make her out to be and the way you feel about her is she would have given her life to make sure what she believed and, and, had her agenda pushed, she would have died for it. And this is the crazy thing, is Korra was never... Korra was never her end goal. She just thought of Korra as like... A roadblock. A roadblock. The Avatar? You look at the Avatar as a roadblock, it's not even like, if but, I if I defeat the Avatar, I've made Korra it. Korra slowly started to become her goal. Yeah. Because the more that she became an issue, Kuvira became an issue, Korra realized, okay... This is actually a huge thing we need to take care of. So she pushed more. But it was a constant like back and forth But push. we also have to take into account that Cora had been poisoned previously and like out <laughs> and of commission had... for what? Like three years? Yeah. Literally in a wheelchair training with So that just goes to show you when you don't have an avatar for even three years, it breeds people like that. Mm-hmm. That take advantage of that time. Like... The fact that she was smart enough to take advantage of that time. And, and we meet her first, in season three. And at Zhao Fu. And you think that she's... The, you're like, wow. I Zhao Fu. You're like, I really like this character. You feel so good about her. And then you realize the next season, she's the villain. And and I can't lie. When you see her, when you first see her, you're like, this is the villain? Are you yeah, kidding like, me? Seriously? And then But you, quickly, with a quickness, she's like... You understand why she's the villain. Her speeches are so inspiring and good in the beginning. It's so scary. It is so scary because it's so real. It is something that can, that can that happen. That has happened that, Exactly. Here. It's something that's happened that can happen that maybe will happen. And so it's just like it hits too close to home. The other things, obviously, I mean, Amon's pretty realistic and it's more of a political take like Kuvera is, but... Vatu, Unalak, not gonna happen. Zahir, not gonna happen. I mean, Zahir is kind of like... Unalak. You know, an anarchist, but still, like... I don't even have an opinion on Unalak. He wasn't even an option in my... I have to... We're re-watching... If you guys are listening to this, our regular, like, series, you'll know that we're on season two, but... I guess I'll just wait till I rewatch it, because I don't remember what happened. Didn't he literally destroy the, like, lineage? Because of... Rava? Yeah, but remember, Rava and Vatu cannot live without one another because evil mm. cannot live without good and vice versa. It's like a duality. Yeah, so he couldn't completely kill Rava and Korra couldn't completely kill him. Remember, she traps him in, like, that tree stump, doesn't oh, she? Oh, yeah. That's where the, like, northern portal, I think, is? So, yeah, I think or so. Or southern. I think it's the southern. Yeah, something like that. Okay, um, honorable mentions, you said Zuko. Oh, wait, Zuko? I didn't get to say my third. Oh, yeah, what's your third? Okay, so Isaacs was Zuko. My third was... Um, Zaheer? No. Zaheer is an honorable mention for me. Same. Um, my third was um, Sozin. Because... Honestly? He, yeah, I agree. If you really look at... He killed his best friend, the Avatar, with no remorse. And acted like he was really going to help him. And then let him die. And then on top of that, he is the reason... The, the Hundred Year War The Hundred Year War. Sozin's Comet. He's the reason for the lineage to go the way it has. That power he hungry... Is the catalyst for turmoil in the Avatar universe. Exactly. And so... He... And he wanted... It was... He wanted to kill all of the um, airbenders. 
It was him, wasn't it? Before True. he died, he was like, "Let's wipe all of them out because oh, we know how it's." Oh, I forget? Okay, he's my he's my third <laughs> choice, maybe even second. He's he and he's a, like Azula in the way of like he does not care who gets in his way. He's going to he's going to get done what he wants to get done. It kind of reminds me of like modern day China. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say it. Do you want me to cut that out? <laughs> no, we, we'll leave it in. But, yeah, he, to me, he's a villain that I wish we got to see more of. We only got little, like, tidbits here and there, but he, he's scarier than Ozai. Azulon, we don't know enough about. And he's... The a, gates of Azulon are pretty cool, but that's about oh, it. Oh, they are. When they, like, the dragon's But, I mean, mouth. if you have a freaking comet named after you that You're, comes every you hundred years... Business. Yeah. So, yeah, Sozin is my number three. Also, I do prefer Azula me... just because we see more of Azula, but I think Sozin is a very, very good villain. Now that you said that about Sozin and how he's not afraid to wipe out literal history. Mm-hmm. Genocide. Kuvira is not afraid to wipe out her own history. Yeah. To rebuild it in what she deems yeah. necessary oh or the gosh. best. For her Take nation. every single villain, and Kuvera somehow has traits of all of them. Yeah, has somehow has a trait from every single one of them. Honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. What is, is Zuko was one of my honorable mentions. Another one of mine, Vatu, <laughs> because Vatu honestly, is the I was thinking... embodiment of evil. Yeah. So if darkness, I think that. Uh, and he, he he literally has been around since the Avatar has been around. Since the beginning. Exactly. And so it's just, it's interesting. And he's he he's the same kind of way of like playing on people's weaknesses and, and insecurities or getting people to feel sorry for him if to get his really way. If you really want is, to get historical with it within the Avatar universe, he is the number one villain. Yeah. He's he, always, oh, exactly. He's, he's always going to be there. Yeah. Just like Rava's the number one. He I can guess, never be killed. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Rava I think deserves to have an honorable mention because for good not Rava, not Vatu. Vatu? I mean Rava does too, but on the good side, um, yeah, Vatu manipulates Unalak to be the person he is. Una Vatu is literally just Vatu the using dark a body avatar. <sighs> Man, I, that's what I'm looking forward to getting at season two. I cannot wait. Okay. How is Janora strong enough spiritually to destroy Unavatu? Anyways, let's just keep going she on. She doesn't well, destroy him. It's Korra that that literally. I think okay, she but, helps, but Korra is at the end of it all. Even how does Janora know, have enough like, strength to do but that? But look at we're already seeing her spiritual side and like how deep she can get. I would like a Janora. I need to re. I need to get to that part so I see how it works out. Yeah, it's we just been so need long. to watch season two because there's so there's fourteen episodes. Anyways, um, so Vatu Zuko, um, share yours. Zahir. Zahir, yeah, mine too. That's my third one. I only had the three that I wanted to talk about. I I think out of all the seasons right now, season three is the one I've seen the least of. So I don't really remember. Zahir, I just know he was a very um, anar- anarchist mm-hmm. type of person, which to me isn't isn't as scary as say as someone like Kuvira because an anarchist isn't gonna have that help really 
Yeah. Other than people that believe in his same ideology, but there's not as many people They're that believe They're not going to go door to door forcing people to join them. Exactly. Because that's not what they believe mm-hmm. in. So that's why in my head I was like, well, he's not even an option for me because like, yeah, he's scary and powerful and has friends to help him, but... Can I go a step forward? I mean, he does poison the Avatar and literally almost kill her. He probably gets actually the closest to killing her that anyone has, but... I think him and Vatu definitely Yeah, do. actually. Um, I... Because Vatu literally could annihilate the entire Avatar cycle, but I mean... Um, and did. So... <laughs> wait, he did. He did. Cora's Remember all of the only... Avatars like... So Korra is left by herself. Depart from me. Can I just say whoever's the next Avatar, they're fut. They're fut. You only have Korra? You only have Korra? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Might as well only have Korrick. Katie Carrick? Katie Carrick. She's the Avatar. She's like, Avatar state activated. (laughs) Um, I was going to mention, can I go a step forward and say I'm an honorable mention for the Red Lotus in general? Like, the Red Lotus, Zaheer. Oh, the Red Lotus. I Um, didn't know. I forgot their, like, group name. Yeah, the four of them. What's the other guys? There's the other guy and the other girl. There's Um, Pali, Zaheer. Gazan. Yeah, Gazan. What's what's the other um, girl's name? Mingwa. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So cool. They, like, uh, Gazan, Pali, they both have that, like, sub element. Mm -hmm. I mean, so does Zaheer, Flight. He's the first person they we see all fly. Sub, yeah, because he lets go when when Pali dies. He's one of the only people in history to the way she dies. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. I shouldn't be laughing. It's actually sad. And you see him like okay, let go of all earthly it's... tethers, and then he like rises up, and I'm like, okay. Is he... I'm so glad actually, though see, that here is a pretty scary villain. He'd be my number four. But he would be my number is, four. This is what does not, in my opinion, put him in that category with Kuvir and Azula is because his morals are not the same. His morals aren't as detrimental, I guess. Because he still, he still has that good in him. Yeah, that's, like, ex- that's what I was going to say. Zahir is still, at the end of the day, I still believe he is a good person. Kuvira, I believe, is a good person for what she believes in. I exactly. D- but it's scary because she's willing to take it further than Zahir. But Azula's just evil. She's just pure evil. You know? Psychopath. Same with Sozin. They're just evil, psychopathic people. They're, there's no good that you see in them. Even the tender moments you do see with Azula are still not good moments. You know? Like, even her mom, before she's actually trying to have that moment, and she's, like, cutting her hair and going psycho, she still doesn't want to admit that she's gone off the deep end. You know? She still wants to kill Katara and Zuko. <laughs> the fact that she wasn't willing to kill Zuko but Katara because she knew that would hurt him more. Oh my oh god, my. that was... And then he took the bolt for her. Oh, oh. That's why he's in my number three. Um, the fact that Katara beat Azula. Ooh, Katara, get it, girl. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna take Azula out after that. I'm just oh, kidding. Um, wow. No, she was already slipping at that point. Yeah. So if you if she was at her whole like her full strength like season like two peak, Azula. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think is I don't think Katara would have been able to beat her. Yeah. We should do another episode like a special episode where we talk about like Zuko like who would win Zuko and yeah like so and so. 
but like make it actually like a good hard decision because some people are like Sokka and Zuko okay Sokka is not a bender he's not gonna win I'm sorry even if he has amazing training skills we never see them really fight Toth as an adult like the same age as Kuvira or Toth where she is when Kuvira is part of the Avatar universe yes ooh I feel like Kuvira. I, I honestly, Toph is older, but she, and she has a lot of wisdom and wisdom and experience but and strength. Kuvira, I feel like, is not willing to stop. I mean, if we're going off of end of end of series Kuvira, where she just gives up, then yeah, Toph's gonna win. But if we're talking about peak Kuvira, I think it'd be Kuvira. Dang, and she's voiced by Zelda Williams, who does an amazing job voicing her. Oh. I cannot picture anyone else. Like, Neither Zelda Williams is Guvira. It's just like Dante Bosco as Zuko. Exactly. There's some people that I just cannot imagine voicing That's why any I feel like characters. they already had the the voice, and then mm-hmm. they just built a character around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like Aubrey Plaza with... Um, exactly, Eska. Eska, yeah. Do you have any other honorable mentions? I mean, I guess I could find some, but those were the ones that I really wanted to talk about. I don't... I'm gonna say Admiral Zhao. Yeah, he literally he... destroys the Moon Spirit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he does. Um, he's just as, if not more, psychopathic than Azula. He just didn't have as much hype and background to him. Like he didn't yeah. have the power behind him like she does. Yeah, he didn't have the connections. And she, he was off after Zuko the whole time too. He was yeah, like, he, was, he, he was wanted to somehow. I think that's what was downfall. He wasn't was. as smart as Azula, I should say. Yeah, he wasn't as calculated. Ooh. Yeah. I fear Z- or I love Zuko more than I fear you. Ooh-hoo. And then Azula's like, "No, you miss. No, was it? Oh, she's like, "You miscalculated." And then that's when May's like, "No, you miscalculated." Ooh, such one of my favorite parts, because it's like, um, "Oh my gosh, May, get it." I never really considered May and Ty Lee to be villains. Or even bad guys. I think they were just, like, along for the ride. They're, like, a neutral. Yeah. They're, like, neutral bad. <laughs> neutral chaotic. <laughs> I don't even know it's what like, that are means. are you chaotic and neutral at the same time? <laughs> I feel like the reason Azula chose them is because they were the most malleable. I guess you manipulative, can manipulative. Azula neutral chaotic. For the most part, right? I... Like, her end goal is evil, but... For the most part throughout the series, she's like, at least pretending to remain neutral. I don't feel that way. When she manipulates people? Yeah, I feel like everything she does is evil. There's no neutral to her, I You're feel right. like. I'm just trying to justify my You're bad. just trying to find something good about Azula. It's okay, we've all done it. Um, there's more. There's more. I just... Combustion Man just does... He just falls flat for me. He doesn't ever speak. No personality. Okay, I'm going to say He it. is powerful, but... Foaming mouth guy is better than the cabbage man. I agree. Don't at me. It's true. Actually, at us. We need the hype. Even if it's we, hate. I'm please. Just, just, we need the hype. Even if you hate us, please We're just comment. We're trying to get canceled um, within the Avatar universe. Our fandom. We're, um, according to a lot of the other... People in the fandom, I feel like the things we say and talk about, we probably could be canceled because we're not as. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't want to say sensitive. I feel like we're pretty sensitive people, like pretty 
like kind good people but i hate using the word the term non-pc yeah i i feel like we're we're very like we're just who we are and we don't have any bad intentions towards anyone it's not like there's any motives we're not ever trying to like hurt someone or like get at someone we're just being who we are and we're not we don't have evil intentions we're not as yeah our opinions aren't like meant to and they're, they're not, not meant to like anyone exactly we yes, don't have just first opinions. of all we don't know anyone besides we really don't know anyone in the avatar community we've made friends but there's none no one that we're like we're subtweeting this person okay i uh, <laughs> i think us in general our personalities ourselves we would not let ourselves get that way i've never i've never understood people that can leave hate comments like yeah if i don't agree with someone i just move on i'm like yeah just like keep scrolling yeah exactly i'm not gonna spend my time or i'm not gonna take my podcast and jeopardize it not only jeopardize it but like sit there and just talk trash about people there's no point there is no point i'm just not gonna talk about it you know I don't. <laughs> Our Halloween special has turned into social media and social, why it's how to is handle bad social media. Just be a kind person. Just be good, please. If you don't agree with someone, then just move on. I mean, there are things that we can. We there's things you can agree to disagree on, and then there's just some things where you're just you're an asshole if you believe certain things. Let's just say it. Like if you believe that pedophilia is okay get off here like we don't we don't racist. mess with any of that if you're racist like those are things that are non-negotiable negotiable you know like if you're a furry I, i'm gonna sorry have to i'm cut furry that out. phobic i'm gonna cut that out we cannot leave that in he's <laughs> like you know how many furries are probably in the avatar universe mm, there's probably a lot i want to do another episode oh my can so, we do one more? Like a quick one? Like uh, a 10 like minute this one? this kind of episode? Yeah, just okay. a random topic. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to our Halloween special. I hope this was entertaining. It was a lot of fun to like break out of our, I guess, normal routine and talk about something a little more fun. Talk about topics within both yeah. series instead of just like streamline it. Exactly. Let us know though, like who are your top three characters? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? I'm really curious because I, I know we are forgetting a lot of good villains. And and we're obviously... Well, we're, we limited ourselves. So it's yeah. kind of hard to talk about each and every villain that we really do enjoy and like... Even though we are watching Korra, we're, only, we're still only on season two. Like even though we've watched all of it multiple times... There's still things that we're obviously forgetting, and we could... Yeah, like season two in general, the end of it, Vatu... Like, we could deep dive into all these characters and exactly what they've done and... Let us know, too, if you like these episodes. Like, would you prefer us to kind of, like, include more episodes like this where we get off of our normal routine and we talk about different aspects of the Avatar universe? Because we enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. But let us know what you think. Yeah. Reach out to us on social media, email us, whatever. Give us uh, your top three Yes, please. I want to know your top three villains, please. And because I'm so interested. Literally, there's no wrong answer. Yeah. Like we were saying. And the thing is, is if you have like an actual argument to back up your opinion, I'm probably going to agree with you. Yeah. Anyone can be uh, like. I feel like there is. Even if you're like Katara. I'd be like, yeah, I can see that. Okay, Katara is my f- 
one of my favorite characters. So. No, actually, I can't. Katara's way too level-headed and knows. Not as a villain. You're talking about if she's... If you no, use... I'm saying, I'm saying, like, she, she can't become a villain because she's oh, too... Oh, I thought you were saying, like, Katara as a villain. Like, Well, a I was at first, but I was like, no, she can't. The only villain that I would maybe judge someone on for, like, being number one... Oh, was I? Yeah, I just... I If, if he's even in your top If he's five, in your top... Three. I no. I can. I think there is aspects to Ozai that I can understand why people like him or can see why he's a villain. But if he's like your number one, he's he's just. I'm gonna need to know your argument. If Ozai is your number one favorite villain, please give me your argument behind it because I'm curious. Maybe there's things that you're looking at that I don't see. In my opinion, he is a very washed up Sozin. He yeah. He wants to be Sozin so bad. And it's just not working out for him. Yeah. He's just not that level of evil. If he was truly that evil, he would have killed his wife. I mean, he did start to burn the Earth Kingdom, but like, come on, you're going to start with the forest? I would have went straight to Ba Sing Se and been like, burn, Bye. burn everyone. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you're come really on. that evil. I mean, it's a kid's show, but I mean, still, let's be real. if you that evil, yeah, if you're would you evil not go as... to the capital to show them, I... I'm destroying all of you. Like <laughs> It's just like when we watch like Batman when we were kids and the villains always are like, this is what I'm going to do. And, and then it's they, like, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, instead of explaining this to me, you could have already done it. And then I would have not been able to kidnap you. Kidnap. That is also why I feel like Zaheer is a creepy villain because they just did it. And they're always a step ahead of yeah. the Avatar. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't as it wasn't like in when Azula's chasing the Avatar. It's like the Avatar was chasing the here in this case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, let us know what you think. I'm Rachel. I'm Isaac. We hope you have an amazing Halloween. Have fun. Stay safe. Wear your masks. Sanitize yourselves. Keep distance. Yes. We will see you on Monday with our regular scheduled episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at Let's Avatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.